back, boys and girls, to Esperanza Rising. Um, interesting thing about today's reading is it takes place a month later from where we were reading on Friday, even though we're on the same page. It's one month later. Happy Monday, everybody. It's actually Sunday afternoon here at the Gaines house while I'm recording this. Um, pretty nice and warm out. All right, let's get started. We're on page 153. Mama, you're so pale, said Esperanza. Mama carefully walked into the cabin as if she were trying to keep her balance and slumped into a chair in the kitchen. Hortensia was bustling behind her. I'm going to make her chicken soup with lots of garlic. She had to sit down today at work because she felt faint. But it is no wonder she is not eating. Look at her. She has lost weight. She has not been herself since that storm. And that was a month ago. I think she should go to the doctor. Mama, listen to her, pleaded Esperanza. Mama looked at her weakly. I am just fine, just tired. I'm not used to the work, and I've told you, doctors are very expensive. Irene and Melina are coming over after dinner to crochet, said Esperanza. She thought that would cheer Mama. You sit with them, said Mama. I'm going to lie down until the soup is ready, because I have a headache. Then after dinner... I'll go straight to bed and get a good rest. I'll be fine. She coughed, got up, and slowly walked from the room. Hortensia looked at Esperanza, shaking her head. A few hours later, Esperanza stood over Mama. Your soup is ready, Mama. But she didn't move. Mama, dinner, said Esperanza, reaching for her arm and gently shaking her. Mama's arm was burning. Her cheeks were flushed red, and she wasn't waking. Esperanza felt panic, squeezing her, and she screamed, Hortensia! The doctor came in. He was American, light and blonde, but he spoke perfect Spanish. He looks very young to be a doctor, said Hortensia. He has come to the camp before, and people trust him said Irene, and there are not many doctors who will come out here. Alfonso, Juan, and Miguel sat on the front steps, waiting. Isabel sat on the mattress, her eyes worried. Esperanza could not sit still. She paced near the bedroom door, trying to hear what was going on inside. When the doctor finally came out, he looked grim. He walked over to the table where all the women sat. Esperanza followed him. The doctor signaled for the men and waited until everyone was inside. She has valley fever. What does that mean? asked Esperanza. It's a disease of the lungs that is caused by dust spores. 
Sometimes when people move to this area and aren't used to the air here, the dust spores get into their lungs and cause an infection. But we were all in the dust storm, said Alfonso. When you live in this valley, everyone inhales the dust spores at one time or another. Most of the time, the body can overcome the infection. Some people will have no symptoms at all. Some will feel like they've had the flu for days. And others, for whatever reason, cannot fight the infection and get very sick. How sick? asked Hortensia. Esperanza sat down. She may have a fever on and off for weeks, but you must try to keep it down. She will cough and have headaches and joint aches. She might get a rash. Can we catch it from her? The babies? asked Josefina. No, said the doctor. It isn't contagious, and the babies and young children have probably, have probably had a mild form of it already, without you even knowing. Once the body fights off the infection, it doesn't get it again. For those who have lived here most of their lives, you are naturally immunized. It is hardest on adults who move here and are not accustomed to the agricultural dust. How long until she is well? asked Esperanza. The doctor's face looked tired. He ran his hair through his short, blonde hair. There are some medicines she can take, but even then, if she survives, it might take six months for her to get her full strength back. Esperanza felt Alfonso behind her, putting his hand on her shoulders. She felt the blood drain from her face. She wanted to tell the doctor that she could not lose Mama, too. She had already lost Papa, and that Abuelita was too far away. Her voice strangled with fear. All she could do was whisper the, do the doctor's uncertain words. If she survives. All right. Catch y'all tomorrow for a new chapter. That's Peace. Thank you.